Good morning, and welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. On this Thursday, the final day, we're going to be covering Secret Invasion. Now, I went into this show with high expectations, and it, it the, the way the show was marketed and set up didn't help this. Because, um, look, we can't... It's not fair to compare a show to what I would have done instead. Because I've speculated about what I would have done in the past. But basing the review around, okay, here's what I would have done, um, is not fair. Um, but we can't... It is fair to compare it to how the show was marketed. Because the marketing, to an extent, should set expectations for the show. And I, I think the issue was, the show is marketed as this rounded, like, political, like spy thriller um and like okay that makes sense like cause it, it, it is you know it's, it's not who can you trust who is going to be a scroll and it's like you know anyone can be a scroll but it's like they didn't bring in anyone who could really be a scroll and have it be shocking um so it's like alright whatever and then it's like by the time we get through the show, it's like the plot just kind of gets silly, and it's like, Gravik isn't really planning anything that particularly well thought out. Like, his plans are very superficial, and he doesn't really understand the nuance of how stuff works. Um, it's like, alright, whatever. It is what it is. Just, a lot of it you said, like, alright, we'll, we'll let it ride and see how it plays out. I don't have a problem with the show ending on Aya becoming super Earth-Skrull. Um... Who now has the power of anyone who is at the Battle of, like, Poughkeepsie in Endgame. Um, and it's just kind of silly to me that they're like, alright, so, like, the, we're gonna end this with, you know, punching him into submission. Like, it, it, it's just kind of silly. Like, all of that doesn't really jive for me. And then it's like, um, where, like, here's the thing. This show is meant to lead into the Marvels. Very obviously meant to lead into the Marvels. And a lot of things play into that. Like, the first trailer for the Marvels was released in, I think, March. Uh, the movie was supposed to come out in, in, in uh, what's it called? In July. Um... And the reason why they did it there for a Good Morning America thing is, I think, if I remember correctly, this show was supposed to come out in, like, January. Um, and then it got pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. Which is another thing that really should have played into it, where it's like, okay, they pushed this show back six months. They have time to really fine-tune it and have it work. Um, and it just doesn't. And I think that, again, we talked about this a little bit last week, this idea that we need to have everything kind of come full circle in these shows because we don't want to accidentally alienate people who are going to just watch the movies because the movies are the moneymaker, not the streaming shows, is kind of the problem. And it's kind of the same thing that Marvel has had an issue with forever, where it's like the, the TV side of Marvel has been very one-sided in referencing the movies. Like, Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. we talked about, where season one of Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. had tie-in episodes with the movies. Season two um, was building towards Age of Ultron, but you didn't need to watch it to get to Age of Ultron, but if you watched it, it was a nice little add-on. Um, like, uh, you know, Daredevil 
season one is very much baked into the world of uh, event in a post Avengers world. Um, and then, like, you get small references in Luke Cage, you get small references in, um, what was the other one? Um, in, in Jessica Jones, um, and then as they get further and further out, you get less of these references, um, that tie it to the MCU at large, but it's designed where it's, like, it's tangentially there. Um, so it's just kind of one of those things where it's, like, why, you know, Why? It's like, I, and then when we, we we move into this new world where now Marvel Studios has absorbed the television side almost entirely, and now it's like, okay, everything's going to be under one roof, it's all one MCU, they're being advertised in the same time, and it's like, when we do these big presentations, it's like, okay, these shows are announced on equal footing as the movies, and it's going to have the same actors as the movies, and it's like, okay, but still, at the same time, they don't quite dovetail properly when they do dovetail, and they don't quite, you know, bat, like, they, 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 the ones that come out have the characters beginning in the same place. Like, when we start Moon Knight, Moon Knight is already Moon Knight. And he gets learned, and all that, you know, he learns is that there's another, there is at least one other person in him. But at the end of the show, he's still Moon Knight. Um, Miss Marvel gets her powers. And it's an origin story. Okay, but now it's all it does is it saves you the, the time of having to do an origin story as a movie where she could be a, you know, like, where, where she's going to end up, um, you know, we can just throw her into the Marvels now without having to worry about introducing her, but we still gotta do a slight introduction to her in the Marvels in case someone didn't watch that. Um, Captain America, uh, or uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, it is... You know, very clearly, it's you know, that's the that's the most transparent one, where he starts out, um, what's it called? Like Sam starts out with the shield, gives the shield up, goes through a journey, gets the shield back, and he's now Captain America. But if you don't watch that show, none of that matters because he's right back where he was at the end of you know, what was that? The at the end of Endgame, where he is now Captain America. Um, WandaVision, which was used, that was the, you know, the, the, the big major time we've had it happen where one leads into the other, it doesn't even do it properly, where it's like, she ends WandaVision on kind of a, okay, we, you know, she has made peace, and she is now going to leave, but then we, we get her back, and she's suddenly obsessed with those kids again, and it's like, but they were never real to begin with. Like, and adding the biggest missed opportunity in that movie is not having Vision be the one to talk her down in, what's it called? Where it's like, she scares the kids, yes, but why not have Vision be the one there to talk her down? And I think we get a lot of that here, too, where it's like, it's, last time we saw Fury, he was up on Saber, and that was in, um, in No Way Home. Um, then, you know, the next time after that, it's, you know, it's going to be uh, the Marvels, and he's going to be up on Saber. If you don't watch this show, you have nothing to worry about. You will have, you will know exactly as much as you need to, because he's in the exact same place he was last time we saw him. And that is not good storytelling if your main character in every one of these shows has to be functionally static. 
maybe they get their powers, like Miss Marvel or She-Hulk. You know, maybe the, there's a slight change that way. Um, but if that's the case, Marvel is not. You know, Marvel has made it work where they've introduced characters without origin stories. Like we got MCU Spider-Man without an origin story. And granted, you know, one could argue that the five movies, six movies he's been in so far have been his origin story. Um, but it is like it is what it is. And even the 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 bigger kind of, you know, like we we we're, we haven't had development with these characters. I think that that's the big issue here is that everything feels kind of the same. Like, where did the story go from here? It's like, well, where, did this, where could the story have gone before this season started? And I think that ultimately this show does the most damage to Marvel's brand on television that any of these shows have done. Because it, it's the show that, like, they, they, they were very clear about, we are going to wait to get this right. We are going to delay this and delay this and delay this to get it right. They, they build it as an Avengers-level team-up. They build it as a a, a a spy thriller akin to the Winter Soldier to the point where I saw that that second trailer and I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be awesome, and it just falls flat like every time. And it's like there's nothing in this finale that makes me look like, oh, that's cool. Like the effects are just awful. And look, I I, I, I know I sound like here's my issue. I always scale the effects budget to the effects and how much I'm gonna criticize it. If you have a show where the budget is lunch for the crew and, you know, and like $20, like the Flash and Arrow and all that, and the effects are, um, what's it called, and, and the effects aren't great, I'll give it a little more leeway. If you have a $250 million movie or a $250 million TV show and you've been not super big on using big effect shots up until this point and you're going to do this big third act... Uh, quote unquote, where now Gaia is a you know is a you know entity into and of herself, like that that would have been you know big, um, like okay two hundred million, and I think that again this is another story, and 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 one of the things that I'm seeing is that Marvel would have been better off if Disney Plus never existed. We would have had more breathing time before between these movies. Because that's the thing, too, is, like, you watch these, and every single one of these is a movie. Like, every single one of them, with the exception of WandaVision, I would say, is easily adaptable into a two, two-and-a-half-hour movie. Um, and I think that that's kind of the big issue I have here. Is that, had they just done these all as movies, they would have been a lot better off. You wouldn't have had all of these things. And, and look, we, we say that, like, you know there's blame to go around on why this keeps happening and fundamentally it comes from you know Iger at the start for putting in these incentive packages and trying to make Disney Plus a thing then Chapik for really trying to make Disney Plus a thing and now they're like well maybe that wasn't a good idea and it's like well yeah no shit and I think that these things would have mostly worked as movies and had they been done as movies we would be a lot better off um, and I think that that's kind of my big issue with these. Um, 
and that's the thing too it's like we, we talked about it last week it's like they're all structured like movies anyway and they're just adding in more stuff to make it go over that you know thing and it's like when you look at like the length of the episodes it, it's, that's also telling because it's like you're not doing six hour long episodes you're doing six like 45 half hour 45 sometimes up to an hour long episodes and that's just adding in scenes here or there to get it over that length but if you do six half hour episodes you're talking endgame like you're not really doing too much like like there's a lot of room to cut in a lot of these shows and I think that you know they really had they just done it like think about it like this if they had just done you know the release slate entirely as movies how much clearer would this have how much better would this have gone um because that's the thing too it's like most of these are not particularly great and the fact that most of the shows are not great is is a testament to the failing of of this Disney Plus experiment and I think that like I don't think that I've seen a good streaming show that like blew like blew my hair back I mean Andor Andor you couldn't do as a movie but like everything else it feels like they're just trying to pad out content for their streaming service I get what but I I wouldn't count The Last of Us The Last of Us is an HBO show that got put on Max as well um but yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't want to say sad, but it is kind of like, you know, the, the, the arrival of Disney Plus bolstered Star Wars, but completely demolished the brand from Marvel Studios. Um, and it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, all right. And look, I said it yesterday when I did my review of of The Haunted Mansion. It's like, look, I watched this show, and then I was like, holy shit, you know, here's a trailer for, uh, what's it called? Here's a trailer for the the Marvels, and that looks really good. But, you know, I'll go see that. And it's like, look, I'll I'll watch Loki when it comes out, but I'm not particularly jazzed for it. I mean, if not for the finale, Loki, Loki would be a completely forgettable show. Like... I'm just curious to see where Loki goes now. And besides that, I'm like, all right. Like, I think there is fatigue. And I think the fatigue comes from the fact that we've got all these things that are way too long and way too drawn out. And it's just, this finale is just indicative of all of the issues that we've had in this so far. And I think, too, it's like, okay, so when we did our ranking of the MCU Phase 4... We looked at it and we were like, okay, so, like, I said She-Hulk was higher because the She-Hulk finale, it's like, okay, so all the finales were kind of the same. And I think that the She-Hulk finale poking fun at them uh, does make it better. Because, like, all right, so the She-Hulk finale is, is, is like, oh, so that was, and it, it, it is like, we're, you know, it's a criticism we see that we're going to move on from here. Because it's like every single one of them is, they're fighting someone with the same powers. And then to get to the end here, and it'd be the exact same thing, and this is the first show since She-Hulk, I'm just like, so you didn't learn your lesson then. Like, 
pissed. Like, I'm, I would be genuinely curious to see how a two-hour-long version of this, two-and-a-half-hour-long version of this movie plays. Um, and the thing is, too, in a two-and-a-half-hour-long version of this story, you don't need to kill off Maria Hill. Like, that's not necessary. Um, and it's like, look, I get you kind of need to have Gaia finish off Gravik because she, he killed both her parents. But, like, you don't need to do that. Like, that. Like okay, for this story, you need to do that. But, like, that's not satisfying for who the main character is. Because the main character is Fury. And, look, let's be real. Like, why did they give Amelia Clark all these powers? And it's like, well, because they're going to kill her off. But, like, Kang's going to, like, murder her in the first ten minutes of, of Kang Dynasty. And, and when that happens, it's like, oh, shit, look at how powerful he is. Because they need to reestablish Kang as a villain. As a viable villain. Um, and the thing is, too, if they delay the movie this long and the effects still look this shitty in the third act, it's like, what the fuck? Um, I don't know. It's just, there's a lot going into it. And, and that's not even getting into the, the issue of, like, okay, so was Rhodey a scroll for Infinity War and Endgame? Um, if so, how does that change anything? Like... It, it makes that scene a little weird where it's him and uh, and Nebula talking, like, in, uh, what's it called? Him and Nebula talking in, uh, um, on, on, uh, on Morag. That's a little bit different now. Then there's a scene with him and, uh, you know, that him crying over, over Tony Stark. It's like, so that was a scroll. Like, I, I, it could be cool in Armor Wars, which is making the transition to a movie, if, if Rhodey's got to deal with the survivor's guilt because Tony Stark died and he wasn't there, like, and he was kidnapped and, and someone was masquerading as him for almost a decade, like, that could be cool story fodder, but that's too dependent on people having seen this show. And the movie has, I don't think the script's done yet for that movie. So I think that they, I don't know what they do now because none of the people watch this to be like, okay, let's base the entire movie around this event that everyone watched. And that's a problem, too. But we'll wrap up there for today. Tomorrow we'll be doing the first Slam Dunk, which is a new anime movie. And on um, and we'll also be doing uh, iCarly tomorrow morning. Um, so, until our next episode, have a great rest of your week.